This is the Power Aesthetic Podcast. As always, I am your host, Paul Wagoner, and today we are talking about uh, aesthetic. (laughs) I was recently having a, I wouldn't say an argument, but a debate uh, with a friend of mine about tattoos. And we were talking about sort of the value or, or lack of value, anti-value of having them at all, um, why, we, why we had gotten them or why I had gotten them rather, he doesn't have any, and uh, sort of you know the pros and cons of being in the open versus kind of being in the shadows. And I started thinking a lot about it and, and, and kind of taking notes and we had a great discussion about it. And uh, I came out of it with a couple of maybe realizations about myself, but also maybe kind of things that indicate the difference between essential kinds of philosophies and, and definitely a distillation of my own. The sort of, I, I guess that what it's called nowadays, you know, or, or has been for a while is sort of the gray man. You know, there's this this philosophy about being a gray man, you know, a lot of guys always talk about uh, tactically speaking, uh, you know, they, they present a case for anonymity and the idea of sort of passing through life unknown or unnoticed. I, I Googled a lot of stuff and I looked up a lot of sort of gray man uh, terminology and stuff like that to try to familiarize myself with the mindset behind it. And some of the quotes that I saw were, were things like blending and concealment, um, a person invisible who creates no stimulus around him, just kind of the idea of blending in and not being noticed. And, and obviously, you know, anyone with half a brain can see the tactical value in, in sort of going about unnoticed. The question arises, I guess, uh, you know, and we talked about this a little bit, whether, whether this gray man idea is actually kind of an identifying mark in and of itself. You know, if I see a guy walking around in the summertime with like a, a sort of over large button down shirt and like a plain ball cap, um, you know, usually that's sort of like gray or, or coyote or whatever, or that, you know, they avoid the tactical stuff, but, you know, a plain baseball hat, uh, you know, sort of plain, maybe, maybe like some kind of whatever sensible pant <laughs> and shoe, it kind of almost isn't gray manning. It's kind of like you look at the guy and you're like, man, this dude's so normal uh, that it's not normal. Where, you know, a, a better gray man thing might be, you know, wearing like a fucking Nike sweatshirt um, and, a, and a pair of sneakers or whatever. But the real questions that it brought up for me was, what is the mindset of, of this gray man sort of um, philosophy? And ultimately what it is, is it is a case for anonymity based on, and again, these are all just my opinions. Please don't take offense to them if this is something you subscribe to. This is just an alternate viewpoint. And I welcome uh, debate when this goes out. But it, it's a case for tactical anonymity. And, and the reason tactical anonymity is something that's presented is because it presupposes something, right? it presupposes some kind of conflict or it presupposes a scenario like a a shit hits the fan kind of scenario, which seems to be a great deal of what the gray man stuff is based around is this, this sort of not if, but when kind of thought process that, you know, when, when shit goes nuts, um, people who are, 
you know, dressed tactically or, or, you know, God forbid, open carrying or something like that are going to be the first people targeted. Um, and, and, you know, it's better to sort of float through unknown or unnoticed because then in the sort of wet dream scenario, I think of a lot of these guys when they're in a gas station and somebody's robbing the gas station, they can, they can strike swift, silent, deadly or, or whatever it is. And I think a lot of this is kind of a fantasy. It's sort of, it's about, I really want to be in this scenario that I'm kind of preparing myself for. And then in a weird way, kind of preparing myself to avoid. And it brings up a question of personal recognition and personal sort of aesthetic and branding. And I was working on one of my other projects uh, the, the last several weeks, I guess, several months. And, and I've been looking at a lot of medieval heraldry and thinking about why these guys used such elaborate heraldry. And it was because when they were out on the battlefield, especially with the advent of full plate armor, everyone sort of became anonymous on the battlefield. And if you did something... You weren't sure whether anyone knew who the fuck it was who had done it because everybody's out there in these like Monty Python-esque, you know, huge full plate. And so they started personalizing their armor. They would paint their armor or they'd wear a surcoat with a heraldry on it. They started developing these not family heraldries. They started developing individual heraldry and their horse wore that, you know, they would wear that. Their bannermen would carry that. And everything was about having their colors, their standard and everything like that. So that when they did something rad, it wouldn't be a question of who was that. It would be, oh, I know exactly who did that. Which is a concept very tied in with the idea of of honor and recognition and fame. And, you know, I I started kind of my argument against uh, this guy. We were talking about tattoos and I said, you know, he said, oh, well, they... They volunteer all this personal information and they make you so recognizable, especially, you know, I, if you've seen a picture of me, I have, you know, I've got a tattoo on my face now. I have tattoos on my head and everything like that. And when he was talking about it, I, I thought to myself, yeah, I, I am recognizable, but that's also tied in with the way that I've lived my life, which is that, you know, as some of you are aware, I, I've been banned a lot from various medias and, and all the rest of this kind of stuff. And 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 in, per, in my personal life, you know, without going too deeply into it, I've been out places where I've been approached by people who were friendly because I was recognizable. And I've also been approached violently and, and quite literally been jumped and attacked and stuff like that because people knew who I was. Um, I've never used a pseudonym. Uh, to protect my own work, uh, to protect myself. Uh, I have once or twice used a pseudonym to protect an ally against my own reputation. Uh, but I put out my own work under my own name. I, I use my own image. I don't block my face out in anything. Um, and it's because I'm proud of what I've done. I'm totally fine with people knowing who I am and associating what I've done with my name. And I think that although I can completely understand the concept of tactical anonymity for a specific situation, for example, wearing gloves and a long sleeve shirt and a mask or something like that, if you're going to involve yourself in some kind of action or scenario 
where being recognized is not desirous, whether by law enforcement or um, an opposing party, that makes sense to me. I understand that as a, as a, a battle strategy. But the idea of doing it as a lifestyle um, strikes me as ignoble. It strikes me as, as ignominious, the, the idea of kind of hiding as a lifestyle, um, being invisible to people. And I want to kind of extrapolate a little bit on that and why I think it's not a good thing necessarily. And one of the reasons why I wish a lot of the creators that I know and, and a lot of the people I know would stop using this anonymity is number one, I think that it tells people that you're afraid of being recognized. It tells them that you have so much to lose or something so important to you to lose that in, in some ways it makes you an easier target and, and it makes you a more rewarding target for people to go, man, I'm going to figure out who this dude is and I'm going to dox him. I'm going to let everybody know who he is. I'm undoxable. Uh, people know largely what city I live in. They know what I look like. They know what my name is. I'm not a hard person to find. Um, and, and that is by design. And, and that's worked for me and it's created situations that were both positive. And if you want to say negative, you could say negative, but more it's created conflicts for me, but I don't view conflicts essentially as negative. I view conflicts as an opportunity to build my honor. I view conflict as an ability to, to conquer fear, um, and, and also to conquer opposition, which I think are, are three excellent things for a man to do in this life. So being invisible also it promotes and inspires others to be invisible. And when everyone is invisible, it's very difficult to find each other. It creates a lack of unity because when everyone's hiding from everyone else, uh, it's very difficult then to say, hey, you are like me. Perhaps we should unify together or confederate or, or ally together in order to increase our leverage to get more shit done in this world. Um, as everyone knows, I am not uh, pro-individualist. I am, I am pro-individuality, but I am pro-individuality within a collective. I believe that men not only are served well by being a part of a collective, by being part of an organization, but I believe they are, they are ennobled and they are honored by giving service to an organization that represents a higher ideal. Um, I am, I am pro community. I am pro, although, you know, I, I've said before, there's a word that gets kicked around so much and used by fucking piece of shit marketers so often that it's, it's lost all value uh, except to individuals who utilize it in its true sense, which is that I am pro tribalism. I am pro family unit. <laughs> and, and to me, tribe is a, is a larger family unit. It's not an email list. It's not a uh, join my my tribe so I can sell you this fucking sweatband. Um, so I think that being out there, putting yourself out there, not being anonymous promotes unity. It promotes alliance. It promotes people being able to walk up to you and say you are so and so for good or ill. It defies fear and it signals power. When I walk through the world, I am not worrying. I am not fearful. I am attempting to be courageous, even if I understand that fear sometimes is an indicator of intelligence. Um, there are things that are worth 
at least certainly being cautious about. But I've thought about this and I've thought about the difference that the, the difference between sort of the visually heroic and the the you know the the sort of tactical invisibility um the the no stimulus created with my passing is that being heroic is not about being invisible it's about being inspirational uh even even physically if we look at our aesthetic whether that is tattoos or whether that's heavy musculature or cauliflower ear or scars or anything like that all of it presents something that can be seen you can look at the old German guys, you know, a lot of the World War II guys even still, some of the, some of the officers would have menser scars still on their face, which was an outward and visible sign of, I have fought a dude with swords and, and dueled and shit like that. And it was, a, it was a symbol of honor. And people who saw it knew that you were part of one of these like menser honor societies and all the rest. I think about what I would want a son to say about me and whether I would rather he said, my father was careful, uh, he was invisible, he avoided confrontation, or whether I would rather he said, my father was a hero, he was widely known and recognized, and the things that he did created recognition, both of him as an individual, as well as the family name that I now share with him and that I carry on proudly. I think that there are probably valuable things to consider for, for everyone, especially young guys. Um, I got a lot of tattoos when I was young and I don't sit here and defend them just because I have them. Um, I actually recommend younger guys not get tattooed. There, there's a lot of other ways to be, uh, <laughs> to be not anonymous uh, and, and to show an external heroic aesthetic without getting tattoos all over your fucking head and face. But um, I, I did it because when I was young, uh, it, it signaled being part of the in-group that I was a part of, almost all of my tattoos that I've gotten over the years have, have been a signal of an in-group that I was a part of. Um, and so I wear them proudly and I wear them as a sign of honor because not everyone can wear them. And so, you know, they're, they're, they're important to me. They're special to me. But you don't have to get tattoos to be some kind of like heroic character. And, and the tattoos for a lot of people are a, a bad choice. Um, there is no denying that tattoos, especially on your neck, your hands, your face, your head, uh, even in this age of sort of like every young person has a lot of tattoos, they change the way that people are going to treat you, um, especially if your tattoos are sort of all black and white or, or they look like they were gotten the hard way. Um, they are going to signal things to people and there are going to be assumptions made about you. Um, Mostly when I go places, people assume that I got a lot of my tattoos in prison, which is not the case. Um, I did get a lot of them from people who had been or went to prison, and I got them uh, in places that I was at doing things that I should have gone to prison for, uh, probably. But when I was a younger guy, uh, that was, like I said, the thing to do. However, what are other ways that you can signal this? I think that determining a personal aesthetic is largely for me determined, like I said, by my in-group. But for an individual, you can think about what you want to present. Good things to present are strength, confidence, um, to get, being put, put together well, you know, cleanliness in general, um, being organized, being purposeful. And the other thing is that you know, you, you're always venturing information with stuff, but 
you know, what would you rather? Would you rather wear an Adidas shirt or something like that that signals I like Adidas? Or would you rather wear something that, you know, signaled something that you believe in or are a part of? Because the tattoos that I have, um, I don't care if no one knows me. If someone sees me somewhere and they see that my forearms and my hands are largely covered with, um, you know, runes and, and Germanic spiritual symbols and so on and so forth. I've been approached a million times by people who had no idea who I was, but who had seen my tattoos or they saw a shirt that I was wearing and they came up to me and they said, hey, that's cool. You like this band or you like this idea or you like this culture or you like this or that. And it sparked up conversations that ultimately led to friendships or allegiances that I wouldn't have had if I had been too concerned or afraid to venture certain amounts of personal information because just like these things can draw conflict, they can draw friendships, they can draw confederations. And so think about what it is that you're signaling because what you wear is a banner. Obviously, the first thing that you wear is your physical appearance when you strip all that stuff away. And I've talked about this a little bit before, but if you took away all my tattoos and my clothes, uh, you, would, you would have a tattooed naked man or an untattooed naked man. But if you take all that shit away, what's left is scars and calluses on my knuckles, uh, cauliflower ear, uh, scars on my face and my head. Uh, and, and, you know, and, and I guess, I mean, to a degree, my skin color, you know, uh, you're left with the bare essentials of what the human is. And you're also like, I'm, I'm a pretty muscular individual. So you're flying a banner still that says, I am fit. I am athletic. I am strong. I am a fighter. Um, you know, and, and these are kind of the real things. These are the real earned things that you have. And so anything that you wear, you're showing people if you're overweight or fat or sloppy, um, you're showing people that you have not as yet attained the discipline to have your shit together. You're not fit. If your hair is like shaggy and shitty and you're dirty and you don't smell very good, you're signaling to people that you're a piece of shit. <laughs> you're signaling to them that you don't give a fuck about all that. Um, and, and that in a lot of ways, you don't really care about yourself. If you cared about yourself, you'd present yourself in a disciplined um, and orderly fashion um, that that sort of promoted the concepts of, of the discipline that you've created for yourself. So everyone's flying a banner. And it's all about what banner you want to fly. The people who do not and choose to not fly a banner have to ask themselves very carefully, am I not flying any kind of banner because I am being or want to be someone who has been careful his entire life? Uh, I want to be typified when people think of me as the words invisible no stimulus, careful. Um, those are not necessarily all bad things, but ask yourself whether you're doing it out of real tactics or whether you've gotten comfortable with a lifestyle that avoids all confrontation. Because a lifestyle that avoids confrontation creates a mentality that avoids confrontation. And a mentality that avoids confrontation out there is a mentality that is likely to avoid many other kinds of confrontation because it's what you've developed as a habit, a philosophy, and a lifestyle. And the avoidance of confrontation is sort of the avoidance of manhood. Manhood is about confrontation, and in my opinion, manhood is about establishing, first discovering, and then establishing a belief structure and an ideal that you are proud of, that you 
you will fly on a banner and that you will associate with your own face and your own name because you're neither ashamed of yourself and what you're doing, nor are you worried about what attacks will be leveraged against you because you understand that all of these attacks are essentially attack on your personal honor because they're an attack on your ideals. And attacks on your personal honor and ideals have to be answered in kind, which is they are challenges. They are ordeals to be met and overcome. It's like the Jocko shit. (laughs) Oh, you got banned from a bank? Good. Find a new bank. Make your own bank. Get up at 3.30 in the morning. You know, but it's the idea of saying that anything that they can come at you with, uh, oh, my address went out? That's fine. I... I, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm not overly worried about someone coming out into the deep dark woods uh, to where I live in a, in a state that uh, is pretty friendly toward um, the defense of, of my life and limb and property. Um, and I ha- live a lifestyle where I am, uh, I am prepared to do so. Um, I am not a hostile individual, but I am hostile to people who seek to harm me or those that I love. Um, and so a lot of this is about Determining why, figuring out your why for for your anonymity and and deciding whether you want your sons, your brothers, your loved ones to identify you as someone who was careful and invisible or someone who was heroic and inspiring. These are just some thoughts to explore. Uh, I haven't put out a podcast in a little while. If you guys want to support anything that I'm doing right now, there is no fucking way. Uh, Almost there is no way. You can go to... um, you can go to my, my Gumroad, which you can find the link for on my link tree, which you can find on my Telegram, or you can find on my Instagram. Uh, I'm currently on Instagram until they find me and kick me off again um, at Power Aesthetic Official. Um, and so, you know, you can find my, uh, my Gumroad there and look at some of the video courses. You can support that way. Um, or you can hit me up directly by responding to any of the Power Aesthetic emails. And if you want to support, you can send some crypto my way. Uh, If you don't know how to do that, good news is I have a PDF that I sent out to those of you on the email list about how to go about doing that, uh, which is probably a good skill to learn for those of you who have not been gray men and (laughs) may have some kind of issue these days buying and selling in general. Guys, I hope all of you are doing really well in this new year. I hope you're about to make 2022 the best year of your fucking life. I hope that you've got your heads up, your ideals structured and claimed and that you are out there inspiring other people to righteous action. Have a good one, and I will talk to you soon.